Hi there, welcome to the pastor's table. Oh, I know you're going to love this episode. We talked about what is change and how can we get there? So many Christians get stuck in that place and believers are like, I know God wants me to move in this direction. We're gonna talk about what it takes to do that, how God can be working in your life and that reality of Jesus being Lord. I know it's gonna bless you, enjoy. Welcome back to the pastor's table. We've been talking about identity mm -hmm. for a little while now. <laughs> and uh, last time we were in Philippians chapter 2, mm -hmm. verses 12 and 13, talking about how we are to work out that which God is working within. Amen. And really, uh, and some of the things we're talking about is that often we try just to work out whatever we've heard. Yeah. And not really paying attention to what He's working within. But what He's doing on the inside of you is working for you to will and to act according to His good will. Amen. So one of the things we mentioned is that His will for us is greater than our own. Amen. Amen. Now we can think of a lot of things that we would like and that, and we're looking for the good for us. Mm -hmm. We're not looking to suffer ourselves. No. You know, typically speaking, every human being on the earth, saved or unsaved, is looking for what's good for them. Mm -hmm. And um, that doesn't change. However, when you become a believer, and Jesus becomes Lord, then we get to a place where we recognize what He wants for us is even better than what we could want yes. for ourselves. Mm -hmm. The thing is, sometimes is that we don't understand or perceive or recognize that very clearly. Mm -hmm. And what ends up happening is there's this, there's this struggle between what I want to do versus what God wants me to do. And the way to bridge that gap is to put our trust and faith in Him and yield to what it is that He wants us to do. Mm -hmm. But here, let me give you a couple of examples. So, have, have you ever been in a place where, excuse me, where um, you've, there's some situation going on, whether it's uh, work-related, usually it's work-related. Have you listened to how much people complain? Mm -hmm. <laughs> Unfortunately. Oh, I, this one I time, think, I remember yeah. hearing someone say that. Just pay attention to how much people complain. Oh, yeah. And I, I did that one time, just as a, a little experiment, and you would be amazed how much conversation is complaining. Mm -hmm. We call it conversation, mm -hmm. <laughs> but it's interwoven. Well, you know, it's just, I, 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 it was so upsetting because I went there, I went to get this, and they didn't do this right, and then my kid, and then this, and it's just a, a steady stream of complaints, and we call that conversation. Mm -hmm. But the Bible exhorts us, quit complaining. Yeah. Yeah. In fact, in Philippians chapter 2, it says, do everything without grumbling and complaining. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Right? So, <laughs> There's a place where we're not to be complaining, mm -hmm. but have you ever had it where you're listening to somebody and you're like, yeah, I know what you mean, and you start complaining, mm -hmm. and you can feel that little prompt that like, maybe I shouldn't be complaining like this about these things and mm -hmm. these situations, but you really want to have your voice heard, mm -hmm. and it's just like you feel this sense of relief after you've voiced your complaint mm -hmm. to other people, and so there's naturally this sense of, well, I kind of... I just want to complain. If, and you don't really think much of it, but it's just the way that you've been doing things. So to you, it seems like the good thing to do, even though you're complaining. In fact, you can build camaraderie with other people because you complain together <laughs> and, and, and join together in a united complaint. Yeah. And you feel like, yes, we complained about it together. But the Bible says, don't complain. That's yeah. right. And so... As you go along, suddenly there's something when God's working in you, He's mm -hmm. going to work in, in you according to the Word. Yeah. And there's this prompt, hmm, I shouldn't complain. And 
That's his will for you is not to complain. Yeah. That's his will. When we believe that his will is greater than our own and really believe that, we can bridge that gap with that faith in yeah. him. Amen. We can go, wait a minute, God's telling me not to complain. Mm-hmm. So if he's telling me not to complain, there's something greater in that, in not complaining, mm-hmm. than there is in my will to complain. Mm-hmm. And by recognizing and honoring His will in us, is His prompting not to complain, say, okay, Lord, I just will shut my mouth here. And you might even be in mid-sentence. Well, you know that, and just your mouth gets quiet, mm-hmm. and you're not going to complain. And if you persist in obeying Him in that manner and yielding to that prompting, you'll find that suddenly you are so free from all of the irritation that comes with complaining. Mm -hmm. You're free suddenly of like, people are complaining and you're like, I don't even know, that doesn't affect me at all. Amen. I'm totally unaffected by the situations that you're complaining about. Yeah. It doesn't bother me. I am free from it. Mm-hmm. Amen. I, and why were, how did you get free? You obeyed the law of the spirit of life mm-hmm. in Christ mm-hmm. Jesus Amen. that made Amen. you free from the law of sin and death. You, you heard that, that voice, that prompt, that working, and you worked out mm-hmm. what he was working within. Mm-hmm. And you found that there's great freedom mm-hmm. yes, in his is. will greater than your own. Amen. 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 So I've I just been reminding, as you've been talking about uh, Brother Keith Moore, mm. he gives examples of where, um, although it isn't a, a situation where complaining, it was people, where people were irritating him, basically. Mm. So same idea. Mm-hmm. And so he would, he would be in this interaction with them, and he would go to start saying something to them, and he'd be like, well, you know, you know, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm just going to go home and I'm going to make a pie for you, okay? Bye-bye. <laughs> <laughs> or he'd be like, you know, I just don't think, I think, well, I'm just going to go pray now. Thank you. Bye. And, you know, and, you know, and, and that's that, that inner working of the Spirit mm-hmm. on the inside of us when we hear it and we can just get ourselves out of that situation. And what he's describing is that midway point. Yeah. That's yeah. right, right? Yeah. He's describing how what it's like to be, I'm not all yeah. the way there yet. Yeah. Uh-huh. I'm still where I am, but as I'm moving forward, as God's moving me forward, then suddenly you're, you're kind of like, you start out and then on from within. <laughs> from within. And you, so that's that midway point yeah, that, that he does. I had the same thing when it came to having a bad temper. Mm-hmm. And I don't really, ha- never had a bad temper as like the quick fuse, like the short fuse, quick explosive. De- but over a period of time, it would just kind of burn underground for a while. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden pop up on that tree when someone would come along and say something. I just, and I'd say things I didn't mean to say and mm-hmm. do stupid things and get upset and, and get like that. Mm-hmm. And I didn't want to. Mm-hmm. On the inside, I really didn't want to be like that. Because as soon as you do, you're like, oh, I wish I never did that. You have that instant regret of behaving that way. And I knew that was not right. So I said, Lord, and here's the thing. I did not try to fix it. Mm-hmm. I did not try to fix it on my own. And mm-hmm. I'm just going to quit being like that. Because that is just a source of frustration for you. Absolutely. <laughs> and but, others. And, and here's the thing. <laughs> I had to be okay <coughs> I had to be okay with where I was at mm-hmm. in God mm-hmm. and trust Him yeah. in Absolutely. my present condition. Yeah. So I recognized this ain't right, mm-hmm. but I had to trust Him where I was at, realizing I can't move me forward. No. No. Only He can move me forward. Mm-hmm. So my focus was changed 
to say, Lord, you see what's going on here. I know you don't approve. And I know that you have an answer for me. And you've made me to be different than someone who just loses his temper. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You've made me with <laughs> temperance, mm-hmm. patience, yes. mm-hmm. kindness. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I'm just going to trust that you are working that in me. Mm-hmm. Amen. And as I, as I spent my time focusing on him, I began to see that there was a change taking place yeah. in me. And then I'm not dealing with that anymore. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Not, I'm free from that kind of behavior. Mm-hmm. In fact, you know you're free from it when that nature of God has taken hold in your life and it's part of your identity now mm-hmm. when you're not tempted by it any longer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's no, see, God's not tempted by sin. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. If we have his nature, we won't be tempted in those areas either. Yeah. That's right. Mm-hmm. I think there's a great temptation to to want to share and identify with someone else's junk, mm-hmm. and and people because they can have that camaraderie. I believe is the word that yeah. you used, and but but it is a temptation to join them yeah. in the ditch, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. to to join them in the muss because that, uh, that's quote real. Mm-hmm. I was challenged uh, several years ago by, by a group of people, and they were going, well, we know what you're like when you go home. You're just like the rest of us. I go, what do you mean? I, I, I'm pretty, pretty much who I am no matter how you cut me. I'm, I am this, and, and that doesn't make me perfect, but, but I, I am who I am when I go home. I don't take off my hat. I don't take off pastor. I don't take off those things. Mm-hmm. I'm a believer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And Jesus is Lord of my life. It took a while. You mentioned mm-hmm. Lordship to to submit. And once I did and I made that decision, mm-hmm. the rest of it was just that place where I say every day, you're welcome mm-hmm. to guide mm-hmm. me. Mm-hmm. But there was that temptation. And when I realized that people were trying to get me to agree with their complaint. Mm-hmm. And their lifestyle. Yeah, and their lifestyle. And they wanted someone, come on, we want agreement for this. We want acceptance in, in that realm. Mm-hmm that they didn't really pour it out to the right person. Mm-hmm. They didn't go to God, and, and David did. David did have a complaint, mm-hmm. but he said he poured it out to the right person. Who did he pour it out to? God. Mm-hmm. And, and the desire that someone knows and knows your pain, knows what you've been through, I think it's hooked there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. God knows. Mm-hmm. And if you can trust that he knows the pain you're in without telling everybody else. That's right, <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. 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 He's heard you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, he's heard you. Oh, wow. Yeah. Um, there were somewhere where I was going to go and it's completely gone from my head. So <laughs> wow, that's okay. Uh, that's all right. Uh, when we're talking about relating on pain, it's it's like validating what you went through. And, yeah. and that's yeah. basically putting what you went through above God. Mm-hmm. And he is so much higher mm-hmm. than what we're going through mm-hmm. yeah. and the pain that you went through. Mm-hmm. And the thing is, is he can heal it. Mm-hmm. So Absolutely. Why are you <coughs> living like you're basically living it? Mm-hmm. And that's your 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 new God mm-hmm. is this pain mm-hmm. that you want to share with other people instead of sharing about Jesus mm-hmm. and talking about what Jesus has done. And and in those places you need to be private mm-hmm. or with people that can pray with you mm-hmm. and believe with you and get and, and have that junk out. Mm-hmm. Get it out. We don't need to be relating on junk. I think that people get into junk, especially when we talk about submission or following God, because there's been this place where it says, if you let Jesus be Lord, if you obey, Mm. get ready. Yeah. Everything's going to be a disaster. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You know, you're going to have to martyr. 
-hmm. You're going to have to go without. You're going to be everywhere that's terrible. It's going to be hard on your physical body. You'll lose all your friends. <clears throat> yeah. You know, everything's going to go upside down when you submit to God. Yeah. And while they may not use those words, it's, it's like it's in there. Mm -hmm. And that thing needs to go. Mm -hmm. Amen. It needs to be shown the door where it says exit sign and no entrance after. Yeah. That's right. That is not from God. That's not good. And when mm -hmm. we were reading and talking about that in our last episode, we said his good will, it's not bad. It's right. not torture. You're not going to go poorly. Now, uh, you're talking to someone who's been into countries where it's not always comfortable, where they have big bugs and things like that. But God's good, and I never saw one of them. Mm -hmm. I saw some mm -hmm. tiny little ants, but I never saw any big bugs in Africa. God loves me. <laughs> and, and while it was the kind of heat that I'm not familiar with living in Canada, we believed the word of God where yeah. it said Amen. that the sun shall not smite thee by day nor the moon by night. And preached in 46 degrees. Did I, was I hot? Mm hmm. But it, I, I honestly was so surrounded by the presence of God. I was in His will, I was doing what He wanted, and I didn't feel I lacked. I didn't feel I was tortured. I didn't, wasn't a martyr watch. Mm -hmm. None of those yeah. things. <clears throat> God's will was good. Amen, yeah. amen. Mm -hmm. And in talking about identity, uh, in a previous episode, I talked about how, uh, like how our like we try to take sin as our identity. Yes. And Pastor yes. Neil's talking about as as uh, spoken about you know taking the, uh, sickness mm -hmm. as your identity, but also your pain as mm -hmm. your identity, mm -hmm. and all these things, not worth it. No. Nope. To no. just lay it down, mm -hmm. to see God move. Mm -hmm. And God's not only moving in Africa. That's mm -hmm. right. He's move, he can move in your home, mm -hmm. out in your workplace. Mm -hmm. And you can see the presence of God in those places. Mm -hmm. And how they get there is you going there. Yes. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> Amen. You, you know, really the question you need to ask yourself is, is uh, Jesus Lord in your life? Mm -hmm. And yeah. if he is, that's a great thing. Yes. And it, you don't look at the physical circumstances that you're in you know maybe you you're not quite um, at that point where um, anger doesn't have control on your life anymore but that doesn't change the fact that Jesus is Lord of your life if you've chosen right. that mm -hmm. that because Jesus is Lord of your life he can help you from that point mm -hmm. he can help you get out of that point because when you understand that Jesus is Lord of your life that's part of your identity yeah and Amen. and he when you understand your identity, regardless of your actions, it doesn't change your identity in Christ. Mm -hmm. It helps you get out of those actions, those, those actions that were part of your former self that is actually dead at that point, um, but it helps you just to walk away from them. Mm -hmm. Amen? Uh, and I think understanding that is actually extremely important and something we should major on. I mean, we talk about trying to change or changing and we talk about how that takes place but the fact of the matter is that if Jesus is Lord then he's in charge of your change yeah. yes yeah. he's in yes. charge of yes. changing you mm -hmm. you're not in charge of changing yourself mm -hmm. that's right mm -hmm. and the temptation one of the temptations for Christians is to read everything that God uh, requires of us as far as right living mm -hmm. and then we're in charge of changing ourselves to live up to that standard mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. but the thing is is that I mean, even when it comes to shortcomings and, and things that don't match up, 
who's in charge of that? Mm. Right? Exactly. Jesus yeah. is still in charge of that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If he's Lord, then he's in charge. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you're going about your business and you're realizing that, ah, oh, I'm just missing it here, I'm missing it there. Well, the very fact that you identify that and, and recognize that that's the case, that's not the end. No. Who's the one who's in charge of that shortcoming? Yeah. Jesus is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that needs to be a reality in the way that we think and believe. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So it's not like I'm going, oh, I've got to fix this now. I've got to make up for that. I've got to change this. He knows exactly where you are mm-hmm. at. Yes, yes. He knows where you're at. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And he's good with where you are as long as you're continuing to follow him. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Right? So he knows that you're not, you know, in grade 12 and you might be in grade 3. He's not expecting grade 12 when you're in grade 3. He is expecting you to follow him through the grades. Mm-hmm. But he's not expecting more than where you're at. So if you can look at grade 12 and go, I can't do that grade 12 mm. math. Yeah, I yeah. know I'm supposed to be able to. I know that, that that's there for me, but I just can't seem to do it. I'm still in grade 3. Well, he recognizes that. He's yeah. not expecting you to mm. operate in a greater way than where you are at the moment. And we need to be okay with that fact. Yes. That's right. He's the one in charge of my education. Yes, mm-hmm. exactly. He's the one in charge of my life and the transformation mm-hmm. to be more like him. Mm-hmm. If he is Lord of that, then I can look at that and go, well, Lord, that's your business. Yes, mm-hmm. amen. I, can, amen. I don't have to take ownership of that sin any mm-hmm. longer mm-hmm. I, or that weakness. I can say, Lord, that's your business. Yeah. Thank you. Amen. Yes. Lord, amen. I, I, look, I'm not measuring up there, but you yeah. know what? That's your business, not mine. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Amen. He's amen. in charge. Amen. Yes. But at the same time, what is he doing in me? Yeah. And whatever he's doing in me to cause me to grow and to change, that is the most important thing going yes. on in my Amen. life right now. Amen. Whatever he's nudges. working at. Yeah. Amen. Follow the nudges. Follow yeah, that. The promptings, the nudges, mm-hmm. what he's... Cha- but the fact is, is that we need to have faith and confidence in his lordship actively in our lives today, where we are at right yeah. now. Mm-hmm. Be encouraged with that example. Mm-hmm. Because what Pastor Jason's talking about doing math, at a grade three level, doing math at grade at grade twelve level. What are they both doing? They're both doing math. That's right. Very and, good. And and that's important to know. Mm-hmm. And it and and it it's different for both of them, but it's okay. Mm-hmm. It's all right where you're at. Absolutely. Yeah. And, and get, I think the difference between sorry, I know yeah. we get on this and we're yeah. all excited. Yeah. Uh, the difference between acknowledgement of what you're doing that doesn't measure up, and conviction by the Holy Spirit, which is where your help's gonna come out of. Mm -hmm. When the Holy Spirit is moving you in that direction, the help comes through that. So yes, like I could have said, you know, the tongue can no maintain. I certainly Mm -hmm. learned that. Mm -hmm. I tried unsuccessfully. Was I aware it needed taming? Mm -hmm. Absolutely. But when I had that Holy Spirit nudge about it, Mm -hmm. and then I yielded to it, it it could come in line, but I couldn't get it in line when I just acknowledged it on my own. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I was trying to find the scripture. I can't remember where it is, where it talks about that word, um, humble yourself and um, then cast your cares upon Christ because he cares for you. Yeah. And um, that's so important in all of this because um, if we're trying to do it on our own, it really that means that... Um, I know it's, it's right here on my page. It is right there. there. And I just can't remember which page it is. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, when we take that time, if, if we're not casting our cares, really what we're saying is that we don't trust God. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He isn't Lord in that area of our life. And so we, it, it's, it's a bit of a reality check, but it's a good reality check. If we're being honest with ourselves, we can come to those reality checks and say, you know what, Lord, 
I'm not letting you be Lord in this area of my life. And so I humble myself here. Mm-hmm. And you're, I know you're going to take care of me, so I cast this care upon you. And, mm-hmm. and we can yeah. move forward. We can allow the Holy Spirit, like yeah. you were just talking, mm-hmm. just to help you get right through that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Trusting that he'll be Lord there. Amen. Absolutely. Amen. And that works, I mean, not just in dealing with things that are wrong, but also in the positive way as well. Mm-hmm. I mean, this, uh, this is a, an odd thing to say, so just hear me out completely. But just imagine for a moment that it was the will of God that you do not grow up in him any more than you are today. Oh my goodness. Can you imagine? <laughs> You're going to stay exactly the same as you are today until you get to heaven. And that's the will of God. Are we okay with that? And most of us are going, no, no, no. no, no. no. And, and that's a good desire to do that. But remember who's Lord. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. He's the one in charge. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now, He does want us to grow up and change. Yeah. He doesn't want, to, want you to stay where you are. No. But the reason I say it that way is to isolate this thought of, well, wait a minute. He's the one who says and determines. He's the one in charge of my spiritual growth. Mm -hmm. Now, he's not going to want you to stay where you're at. But at the same time, you just trying to jump ahead and run ahead can cause just as many problems. Just imagine you're in grade 3 math. And you don't want to do grade 3 math. You Mm want to do grade 12 math. (laughs) And you're struggling with your grade 12 math. And he's saying, um, we're over here in grade three. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Come back to the desk and do the grade three math I have for you. Mm-hmm. I don't want to do grade three math. I want to do grade 12 math. Come back over here. Mm-hmm. He's the one in charge of our spiritual growth. There's nothing wrong with grade 12 math, nothing wrong with wanting to do grade mm-hmm. 12 math. Mm-hmm. But where are you at today? What is he doing in you right now? Because mm-hmm. whatever that is, it is the most important thing mm-hmm. that is going on in your life. And if He's Lord, we can trust Him with our own spiritual growth and mm-hmm. development. And mm-hmm. He's faithful to finish that which He started. Yeah. Amen. Amen. Yeah. Amen. Pastor Neil had, uh, had asked before, is Jesus Lord of your life? Yeah. And so if you can answer yes, I'm so very glad. Mm-hmm. If Amen. you're wondering and you're puzzling, there's a number at the bottom of the screen. Please call. Yeah. We want to pray for you. Mm-hmm. We want to help you because having Jesus Lord of your life is the best thing that Absolutely. you can do. Amen. 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 Amen.